Thank you for listening to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where we connect and collaborate with experts in their industries, published authors, and fascinating people. As a chief inspirational officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, talents, and self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. People matter, self-worth matters, time matters. When it all aligns, everything works. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. And we have a phenomenal guest. We have Matt Gannon with us today. And who is Matt Gannon? Matt is a mindset coach, an epic storyteller, not just a storyteller, but an epic one. And that's where we're going to spend a lot of our time today. He's also a keynote speaker, a best-selling author. And this is the part that I love the most about Matt. He's a bulletproof optimist. I mean, how can you go wrong with being and having that kind of mindset? He comes to us from Austin, Texas. And uh, let me give you just a little bit before we jump in with Matt. Matt believes that living a life aligned with your values is a number one asset. And the problem that most people live life with values defined by other people, right? So those outside circumstances, they may be successful, but they feel unfulfilled and often like they are not enough. And so we're going to dig into your story and, and why you take people through that process. You help people overcome crippling fear and get unstuck in life. So Matt, thank you for being on this episode today. It's my pleasure. I'm really thankful to be here. Okay, because you are the epic storyteller, tell us your story. Let's start with that. <laughs> my story. All right, we got 22 minutes. Cool. I'll give you the short version of it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I really, really do believe in the power of storytelling. And it really had to start with me learning how to tell my own and how to own my own story first. Because I didn't realize how powerful it was to me until I actually started sharing it and then how it also gave meaning and connection to other people when I shared it too, where people say, hey, wow, I relate to that. I'm not alone in this world. And so that was when I realized how powerful storytelling is. And for myself, you know, I, I spent most of my life growing up in Maine and uh, that's where I was born and, uh, you know, grew up in a divorced family. And, um, you know, I had a, a lot of sisters that were through marriage and uh, half and step and you know, I did everything right. You know, I was uh, kind of like that golden kid hero mentality in my family. You know, I had more adult friends and older friends than I did kids my age. And so I was always used to being the mediator, just the person that kind of rescued things. I wanted to be the good kid. That, that was just because I got praised for it. I always got praised. And so that praise was kind of addicting. And so, yeah, I, I worked my tail off. I wasn't the most talented kid. I wasn't the smartest. I wasn't the strongest. But man, one skill set I had over everybody else was I could out hustle anybody. Like I could work harder and faster. You could not beat me. You could not keep me down. Like I could outdo anybody. And so if you told me that I couldn't do something, I'd find a way and I would prove you wrong. And so that fueled me for a long time. And uh, it fueled me into my 20s. And, uh, and I started getting promoted. You know, when I went into the retail world, they gave me money, they gave me promotions, they gave me praise. And again, I just kept going after that. That's what fueled my tanks for the longest time. Again, I'm checking off all the boxes. I'm doing everything right. Like I'm trying to be the good kid still. What was really happening to me in life was like putting my head down, doing the hard work, not speaking up really. I was starting to feel burned and taken advantage of after a while. And it wasn't until like my mid twenties when I was like, man, making a great six figure salary. You know, I'm, I'm covering a giant part of the country, the territory. I've got a fancy car, I got nice clothes and like all the stuff. And on paper, again, I looked like, man, I I've got it all together. I've got it. I've got a really great life going on. But inside I felt 
absolutely rotten. Like I just felt so far from who I was. Like I just didn't recognize myself anymore. I had a, a really, really toxic mentor relationship that was uh, just absolutely uh, crippling me. And the anxiety that I was feeling at times was just like, there were times I was just curled up in a ball, just sobbing. Like I didn't know what to do. Uh, and you know, I'm a grown man at the time and I'm like, what's wrong with me? And I felt like I was literally the only person going through something like that. When you say you have a crippling mentor, okay, so like a mentor is supposed to be that person to stand you tall, um, lead the way. How were you in that circumstance? And can you give us an example right there? I can give you some insight. um, And then there's some I can't because it's actually, (laughs) there's legally, I can't talk about all of that story. But um, what I can say is like, you know, it was a situation where I was with somebody who was like building me up every day and then tearing me down or tearing me down and building me back up. It was just like a constant thing where instead of like actually doing what I was supposed to be doing, doing my job every day, it was more of like this this relationship of like trying to just get emotional um, praise or just like acceptance. Or It was just very, very toxic. You know, like one moment, it, it was an abusive relationship almost. You could compare it to that, where it's just like, man, someone do something really nice for you. And they almost use it like a credit in the bank to do something terrible to you, you know, after. So it's up and down, up and down, up and down. And you just start to lose who you are. But it happens slowly over the course of a five-year period of time. And so you don't see it at first. It's almost like being groomed for it. And it's just like before you realize it, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is messed up. It mm-hmm. actually took a therapist to tell me that. <laughs> like, hey, that's messed up. Right. You know, and I started to lose sight of who I was and, you know, and I really looked up to the person. Uh, but then I realized that they were the, literally the most toxic person in my life. That, like a circumstance where you said, you know what, this does not align to the values that I bring. And then how you connect to people today in what you do is what I'm hearing. Oh, absolutely. Like it was just that. And it was also like, I started realizing I was lashing out and doing things in my life, trying to find some sort of control again, because I had zero control. That's why I bought stuff all the time. Cause it made me feel better. I overate. I was an emotional leader, you know, even though I was in shape, but I was eating constantly, whatever I wanted, you know, like I had all these other, I was drinking 15 cans of Red Bull a day Mm, with 20 mil with, uh, sorry, 60 milligrams of Adderall with it to just keep going. I was traveling 25 nights a month. Okay. So how did that like, so then start taking us down that spiral story right there? Yeah. Well, by the time I reached 30, I, you know, I was ready to commit suicide. Mm. I was done. Like, I just didn't recognize who I was anymore. And I felt like if anyone realized how messed up I was inside, I would be unlovable. And so that was, that was the, the point for me. And luckily, you know, it didn't work. And I was really lucky. Um, music really kind of saved my tail because I just heard a song playing in the background and it changed everything for me. And shortly after that, a few months after that moment, like I, I left where I was working and I, and I, reclaimed my life at the age of 30 and started figuring out like, all right, what was it? Where did I go wrong? It's not about addiction. It's just about like, why was I searching for all these other things in life to fill this emptiness? What's that emptiness? And it was really, you know, it took me still a few more years. It was several more years for me to really go through that discovery process through therapy and group work and uh, surrounding myself with better people. But it was really about like, all right, I need to start living with values that are defined by me, you know, which are like, you know, faith and nature and music, connection, you know, all these different things that I really value. And really, it got to the point where it was about six years ago. It was today, actually today, (laughs) you know, was one of the defining moments six years ago 
you know, April 29th, 2013, you know, when my son was born on this day. Mm-hmm. And that was a defining moment for me because my wife, my dad's there from Maine. My, my, my sisters are there. Like it's a huge day. The pregnancy did not go as planned. Like everything fell apart. I thought I was going to lose my wife and I thought I was going to lose my son. And all I'm doing is waiting in an empty hospital room because they had to do an emergency C-section with her under anesthesia. So I wasn't allowed in and I'm just waiting to see what's going to happen. And I realized like, man, I, I have to change what I'm doing in life. And when they finally wheeled my son in, my wife wasn't there. They were still operating on her. Uh, but there was my beautiful boy. And I instantly just, I remember like our whole birth plan was shattered. I took my shirt off. I held him against my skin. And I just never wanted him to feel alone. And I also want to prove to him, man, it's never too late in your life to go after something you, you're passionate about, to build something of your own. And I just declared in that moment that I would do something to show him an example of that. And so, and, and that's, that set me off on this journey to explore what coaching looked like and to leave my, my world in retail. Because a month after that too, I lost my dad to a heart attack, my best friend. Wow. And so those were two really defining moments right there, April 29th and then June 6th, 2013. Really big events for me. And it would still take another two years for me where I got incredibly sick and was like, now I'm like, I'm halfway through coaching school, you know, April 10th, you know, 2015. That was a big date for me too. That was the date I called HR and said, I'm going on medical leave. After being diagnosed with Addison's disease, narcolepsy, cataplexy, I'd already been diagnosed with PTSD, I had ADHD, I had all these, this, these stupid labels. My body was literally collapsing because I couldn't live that safe life anymore that looked successful on paper. So that's when I made the leap, April 10th, 2015, and I said, this is it. I'm all in. I'd rather live a life aligned with my values and be broke Okay. go at the rate I was going. Right there, though, the word is courage, okay? And you're a lion, my friend. Like, you're ferocious. Anybody that knows Matt Gannon and anybody who's listening to this episode is understanding. Tell us, like, where did you get the courage to take the leap in the space that you were in? I mean, we're talking about depression. We're talking about, you know, diagnoses that are way out of your circumstance. But how did you pull it all together? I mean, how, what was it about you, Matt? And what was the thing that allowed it all to change? It wasn't about me. It was about my faith and about the people I surrounded myself with. It was about me actually understanding that I had to surrender control, that I couldn't do this on my own. Like I'd spent the last several you know, decade white knuckling through life, you know, just willing myself through it, I, trying to do that mentality. I told you about out hustle, out work. Now all of a sudden I can't out hustle. I can't out work because my my illnesses at that time sucked every ounce of energy out of my body to the point where I couldn't even brush my teeth some days. And everything had to just, like this side effect of depression and suicidal thoughts with it, everything. And so I realized I couldn't do it on my own. And so I made a list of people to reach out to and I just started connecting with people. I started having coffees. I started volunteering at my church. I started playing music again. I did all these other things outside of this hustle and grind mentality that is out there and decided like, all right, I'm going to work less and I'm going to do more for my life and fill my own tanks and fill my own cups. And then I'm going to do work and see how that happens, how that pans out. It turns out the 20 hours a month I was able to do my work. I was really, really effective at it. I was as juiced up as I could be just on good stuff in life. And I had 
a great support system. And I was really digging into my faith too. And I just surrendered control to something that was bigger than me. And that takes a lot of courage, I think, is to surrender control to something bigger than yourself. And that's when all of a sudden I started realizing that there's so much more possible. I realized I was more creative and resourceful than I ever could have imagined. Because when I made the leap into my business, I had a negative bank account, no safety net, a negative safety net. Like it was gone. I'm five months behind in my mortgage. I ended up being six months behind in my mortgage with an infant son, a wife out of work, and a beautiful brand new home that was built in a nice part of town. And like I'm starting a brand new business from scratch and I'm sick. But like I just believed in doing the work. Like let's get out there, let's do it, and let's do it in a way that also fills our tanks. Mm, so it's aligning to those core values. You know, you listen to what life was really trying to teach you. It sounds like you tapped into that. It gave you the path to true fulfillment. I mean, you started to see the possibility and the what if for Matt Gannon in life. So where are you today? Take us as an entrepreneur and your circumstance now. What decisions have you made that have impacted your life powerfully? So as people are listening to this, they're an entrepreneur, they're a high achiever, and they, they want to be motivated by... Um, you know, some answers. Can you help connect those dots for us, Matt? Yeah, absolutely. One, I don't compare myself to anybody else. That's <laughs> toxic. Right? Uh, that comparison crap will, will, will just jack up everything in your way. And so that's the first thing. And there are actually times where like, I won't, like I'll mute other people's posts <laughs> because like I'll catch myself comparing myself to them. It's not because I have anything against them, but there are times when I know mentally I'll start comparing myself. I'm like, all right, I can't see that stuff right now. Um, but comparison brutal. I step away from that. Stay your own path, you know, and surround first surround yourself also with great people that are going to lift you up. Like you're only as powerful as the people you surround yourself with. That's an epic thing you have to do. You can't do this alone. And you got to have someone in your corner. I hired a coach. Even when I was broke, I found a way to pay for a coach. Because again, if I'm up to doing it myself, I'll negotiate with myself and I'll make compromises. So get somebody in your corner. So today, I'm on an adventure in life right now. I'm loving this. Like last year, it's been almost a year now, my family and I, we leased our house out for a year and we sold almost everything we owned so we could travel. We got an RV for a few months. We drove up the East Coast. I've been, I'm back in Maine right now until middle of summer, and then we're probably going to go somewhere else, maybe the West Coast. I don't know yet, um, but I can work from anywhere. And it took me basically a little over two years of like rediscovery and redefining how I do my work, where I was able to replace the old six-figure salary I had in my retail world with my own new six-figure salary, along with a new relationship with money. It's no longer about buying stuff. It's about how I can serve others. And so like, I'm literally, even though I'm still stressed out at times today and I've got my own st stuff that I work through, this, I'm loving life. This feels like my best life ever. Well, and too, when you talk about that stress, you know, the way I think we should look at it in life, you know, there's always going to be pressure, right? Yeah. So it's either positive pressure or negative pressure. I love my positive pressure. There you go. And that's look, what you're stepping into because you're using that positive pressure to look, get Like what, through. seriously, look, look, look at a chunk of coal. Like what makes a diamond, you know, pressure and fire you know that's how you make diamonds pressure and fire and that's what i'm all about how can you be so in the moment so like when you tell us you know we're listening to this and like matt doesn't know where he's going to be like 180 days out six months right where your mindset is in fueling your belief within who you are and what you do and how you serve that you're going to be taken care of like where are you going to find the peace in this process because i already have look 
I already told you, like I was six months behind my mortgage at one point. And on paper, it didn't make sense that I should be able to keep my house. I shouldn't be able to keep anything. I should have lost everything, but I didn't. And I had this mentality too, that no matter what, we'll always be okay. We got a great support system out there. We'll never be homeless. Our situation might not be ideal, but we'll never be in a bad situation where we can't be cared for. And I realized too, that, you know, through great friends and great faith, I can build something out of nothing. And that's the best part. I love being an entrepreneur because it's like, oh man, if I've got a financial goal, it's like, I wonder where I can find that money. How can I create that today? And I can. That's a huge, once you realize that you can make something out of nothing, like that is amazing. So I, I'm absolutely floored by that. And it just gives me this, this optimism, like anything's possible. Look, I've overcome suicide, depression, like all these other things. I know that God built me to thrive through adversity so I could help serve other people. That is my purpose in life. So any adversity I go through, I know I'm going to be all right because my purpose in life is to use that experience to help somebody else. And that's your currency exchange right there. It's it's the content that you're living through the life that you have. And I think that's where people are getting the juice from you. Oftentimes we're asked the question, you know, what what's the one thing you do in business if you knew you could not fail, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's just such a standard quote. But here's the thing, you're living it because you know you won't fail. Yeah. You're challenging the champion and that's within you. And you're waking up every day beating the challenger and that's you. And I think once you believe in yourself and you stand um, within that positioning, you know it's going to be okay. You got that right. But it takes a lot of belief, right? I mean, there, there's, there's more to it. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into that. So, you know, is there a nugget that you can share and how you've applied that faith and that belief within who you are to know you're going to be okay? Well, first thing is you got to actually give it a chance. Mm. Like you actually have to make a jump. You have to make a leap. Like you find that one thing in your life that you keep saying you're going to do every day, but you say it with this but and if and when kind of crap. Like, you know, I'll do this when. You know what? Think about that one thing and think about like, all right, if you did it today, what would it take? You know, if you, uh, if you, had, if you quit your job or you lost your job today, what would you do? You know, think about one thing, maybe something small that you could just do today and see what happens. You got to take a leap to actually test it, to actually see it. Like, because there's, there's no safe way of doing this. That's the nugget, really. There's no safety in it. You have, if it's not, if it doesn't feel like you're taking a risk and it doesn't scare the crap out of you, then it's really not that important to you. So yeah. you got to test it. You got to see, you got to jump. Like, there's no better feeling like than doing that experience. And that's what really separates a lot of us out there. And, and finally, the second nugget, though, really seriously, you got to just surround, I can't say it enough. If you haven't surrounded yourself with people that align with your values, like people who actually like will be there for you, even when they don't understand what you're doing, <laughs> but they'll be there anyways. They'll lift you up. You can cry with them. You can be angry with them. They'll call you out when you're uh, playing small or when you're, when you're out of your mind, you need to surround yourself with those types of people, people who believe in your dreams, I you know, know, or else it, you just can't do this alone. You can't. No, I totally, I, I agree. Okay, so this is where we're going to pull um, and come into the close of our episode. And I am so grateful for your time and your collaboration today, Matt. But one of the things that we like to do for our audience, um, we lead the Maverick Movement daily on our Twitter and our Insta platforms. And the purpose is posing a challenge question each day to assist in developing more Mavericks and champions and to respond to and learn from others by what you see in the feed, it assists us in reframing and developing our mindset to gain greater perspective. So I'm going to ask you the Maverick challenge question of the day, Matt. Are you ready for it? Bring it on. Okay. Is there a mantra that you live by? 
Yeah. What is it? It's my life purpose statement. Uh, and it's, I am the courageous heart that passionately beats to serve and empower the hurt, broken, and lost. Mm, wow. Very, very powerful. That's my identity. I love it. I love it. And we can feel it. Even, even if we're not right physically in the room with you, I think we're sensing that. So, okay. Um, how can we find your resources? Is there, um, how can we read your book, connect to you? What, are, what is your platform, Matt? Share with us. Awesome. So, you know what? I've built this whole business practically off social media. I haven't even finished a website. That's the beautiful part. So LinkedIn is probably one of the greatest places to find me. Um, that's where 70% of my business comes from. You can find me under Matt Gagnon, G-A-G-N-O-N. Um, and also you can connect with me through email, matt at lifestorycoaching.net. I'm always making time to talk with people, set up a free session, chat. My book is Coach Wisdom that I co-authored. That's a bestseller on Amazon. You can find it there. Or you can contact me directly for it. But seriously, uh, Instagram at Life Story Coaching also. But any one of those platforms, reach out to me anytime. I'd love to talk with you. <laughs> oh, we love it. Okay. And you can also visit our website at MarloHiggins.com where you'll learn how to obtain Matt's book and connect to his resources and add him to your circle of influence. Again, Matt, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day and we'll be on the episode with you again next week. Thank you. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach executives to gain clarity and remove self-doubt to increase performance in sales. To book a complimentary coaching session with me, simply visit MarloHiggins.com and click on the Work With Me tab to schedule a call. Did you like this podcast? If so, subscribe and share with all of your friends. And if you want even more awesome resources to gain clarity and remove self-doubt, plus some personal insights from me that I only share in email, get yourself over to MarloHiggins.com and sign up for the email updates. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. If you're into it, subscribe, leave a review and tell all of your friends. We would sure appreciate it.